Buckle up. You are about to enter the Draws Cast podcast. Your host, author, and motivational speaker, Jeff Drozowski, will transport you through the world of motivation and leadership, always keeping an eye on having some fun, too. Sometimes with a guest, other times just Jeff. Either way, you will leave better equipped to succeed than when you came in. Here he is, the Draws, Jeff Drozowski. Hello, thank you, author, motivational speaker, trainer, coach, video blogger, and podcaster, Jeff Drozdowski here. Welcome into the Drozcast podcast, speaking of motivation and leadership. Today, we're continuing our climb up our mountain of goals and dreams with step four in my motivational keynote, finding the mountain climber in you. Let's briefly touch on your homework or call to action from step three. I wanted you to identify the mentor in your life who had provided you with trail markers of do's and don'ts down your chosen path, professionally or personally. Then ask them three questions. Who their mentor was, why was that person their mentor, and as far as their mentor is concerned, if they had to choose somebody knowing what they know now, would they choose that same person? Yes, no, and why? Outside of my parents, I have had several mentors along my path to help provide great guidance. I have taken bits and pieces from many others, too, to help create my professional and personal self. Regarding a professional mentor, I first heard of this person from a newspaper article I read when I was a kid. He owned a large pizza chain and gave so much back to the community, it made him a legend in the city of Detroit, and really through the entire state of Michigan. I admired him from a distance for many, many years and got to know him some later in my professional life. He was the founder of Little Caesars Pizza as well as professional sports owner, Mike Illich. Generous, smart, savvy, intuitive, kind, and tough when he needed to be. That was Mr. I. He has since passed away, but it certainly was a life well lived. Personally, I need to look no further than my wife of 26 years, Jenny, to find that person who is a great mentor for me. A wonderful wife, mother, and partner are just topical ways to describe her. She has taught me so much about life and how to look at it differently than how I was raised. Don't panic, Mom. Differently for the good. Now on to grind time. I think I can take credit for calling this portion of your climb grind time because I haven't heard described it in any other way from anybody else. So until further notice, I'll take the credit. In climbing terms, grind time is that point in your climb where you are just too far along to turn around, but you still have a significant amount of time to reach your summit. In Major League Baseball terms, it would be games 80 through 100 of a 162-game schedule. Perhaps you have heard the term the dog days of August. It pertains to professional baseball folks. In the baseball world, grind time comes along during this traditionally hot and humid month. In the climbing world, if you're climbing a mountain, it could be when you get to an added altitude, when you get to an altitude of 7,500 to 8,000 feet of say a climb of about 12,000 feet. Now, what about in the professional world? Is there a big company initiative that may take six months and you are in month three or four? Maybe a team project you are in the middle of. In school, you are in the middle of a semester with a big project due. These are all tough times. What do you do? 
It's during these times when legends are formed and stories become iconic about how to get through these grinds. People need to blow off steam during grind time. Most of the time that steam is blown having fun. Doing these things take your mind off what you are doing, even for a short time. That is, before you have to go back to the grind. So I have three stories that I would like to share with you in regards to how people got through their grind and three different lines of work. The first one comes from the climbing world, and it has to do with me personally. I was in Alaska, and if you recall from a previous episode, I climbed this mountain called Flat Top Mountain. That was one day. The following day, I decided to go on about a 10-mile hike through this amazing national park in Anchorage, Alaska. And it was down on the valley floor where the majority of this hike occurred. It was a spectacular day by any standards mid to upper 60s, bright sunshine, little white clouds dotted the sky. I'm on the valley floor, eight to 10,000 foot mountains on either side of me. It was spectacular. So about halfway through the hike, I got tired. I needed to take a rest, needed to refresh, get ready for the remainder of the hike. So sat down, rested. After I had rested for a while, got up, took some pictures, and just to describe the scene for you. I described it a little bit, but think of walking down a valley floor where on one end is nothing but this valley and mountains as far as you can see. Then if you turn around several miles off on the other side, you could see the bay that surrounds Anchorage, Alaska. It truly was amazing. Another part that was amazing is the fact that there was nobody around. So folks, there are still places in this world where you can go and there is nobody there for miles around. So again, I took some pictures, saw nature for what it was, rams up on the mountainside, other nature, animals climbing around. And also there was this little river, this little brook, I would say, better than a river that just was flowing and you could just tell it was untouched by human hands. So... That's how I got through my grind time when I did my 10-mile hike in Anchorage, Alaska. Getting back into something more work-related, if you recall, I spent many, many years in the restaurant business. So I was managing a restaurant near college campus, and we had developed a day where we had some food available that was for significantly lower price than what it normally was. It was one of those things that became viral. And on a college campus, when something becomes viral, everybody knows about it. So on these Wednesdays, we would have three to four times more business than we would typically have during a weekday. And that means it was busy. So I would have 12 to 13, sometimes 14 employees working at any given time, trying to get through this amazing day of sales and intense work. I quickly found out that these employees needed a little bit of relief during their grind time as well. So I came up with an idea that I would go out to the local 7-Eleven and buy everyone a Slurpee. And it really worked well. So even for those brief moments where people were sipping on their Slurpee and thinking about something else besides what they were doing, it provided them a little bit of relief until they reached the finish line and helped them get through their grind time. The third item or the third story comes from a movie back before the new millennium, and it's a movie called Bull Durham. Bull Durham starred a gentleman by the name of Kevin Costner and Susan Sarandon was the female lead in this movie. The story is about an aging professional baseball player who was sent down to a lower minor league level to help develop 
this pitcher who the organization had put a lot of money into. It would be kind of like my story about me taking my teammate under my wing to kind of show him the ropes. He was to do that, Kevin Costner, that is, with this pitcher so he could develop into a major leaguer. They reached their dog days of August in this movie, and it hadn't rained for weeks, and the league that they were in was in North Carolina. This league was known as a bus league, so they didn't go from airport to airport when they were doing road trips. They had to drive through the countryside on long bus rides to get to where they needed to play. So taking the long, hot season and long bus rides into consideration, it got to be grind time for them. They needed relief. They needed to have a rain out. They needed to be able to do something besides play a game the next day. So Kevin Costner guaranteed to some of his younger teammates that he could help get the game scheduled for the next day canceled. So what they did is after dark, very late at night, probably 11 o'clock midnight, they snuck into the stadium where they played their games and they turned on all of the sprinklers in the stadium on the field from home plate all the way into the outfield and they let them run all night long. So the field got flooded. They didn't play the next day. They also had a lot of fun in the process. So as the water was running and the field got muddy, they ran around the field and slid around on the mud and just relieved some pressure, uh, got through that particular grind with a little bit of fun. Folks, it doesn't matter what line of work you're in or what you do, there's gonna be grind involved with it. So you gotta find fun ways to be able to do that. The Drawscast quote of the day. Okay, it's that time again, the Draws Cast Quote of the Day. Now, today is two for the price of one. Not only do you get one quote, but you'll get a bonus one as well. So, as I was doing research to try to find some really good quotes about grind time, I was happily surprised to find that there were a lot of quotes about grind time. This is not a individual phenomena. Again, it happens to everybody. This first quote comes from a person, an actor, whom you probably know. He's widely recognized as one of the best actors in Hollywood. He is Denzel Washington. Quote, in any profession, it gets to be a grind. I wanted to share that one with you because I think we, or at least many of us, look at Hollywood as an industry where acting is easy and the benefits are high and there's not a lot of real hard work involved, at least for the people in front of the camera. And that's not true. There is a grind involved with that profession, just like any other. Our second quote comes from Quotus. And again, it has to do with grind time. Quote, in due time, until then, just grind, unquote. Your dreams, your goals are going to happen. Until then, you just keep grinding away until you reach that finish line. So this is going to do it for this session of the Drawscast. Your homework or call to action is to think of three ways to have fun during your grind time. Whatever your situation is, be creative and practical, folks, which means drinking heavily should not be one of your options. The next time we get together inside the Cast podcast, we will be near the summit. We will talk about what to do during the last 10% of your climb. Thank you for listening. Folks, this is you succeeding. Keep it up. Kyla. Do us the honors and close us out, please. Bye for now. Thank you for being part of the Draws Cast. 
check out Jeff's website, DrawsTalks.com, to find out more about booking Jeff for your next event. Also at DrawsTalks.com, you can purchase Jeff's book, Inspired, How Our Differences Are Changing the Workplace, or inquire about Jeff's training programs and personal or executive coaching. All of Jeff's video blogs can be seen on his YouTube channel, Jeff Drozowski. Thank you and bye for now.